Today's Anxiety Slayer podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Are stress and anxiety interfering with your happiness? Have you been considering seeing a therapist, but you're not sure where to start? BetterHelp will assess your counseling needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist so you can start getting the support you need online in under 24 hours. Special offer for Anxiety Slayer listeners. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com forward slash slayer. That's betterhelp.com forward slash slayer. Welcome back to the Anxiety Slayer podcast. I'm Shan Vanderlee here with my wonderful friend and co-host Ananga Sevier. We come together weekly to share a powerful collection of supportive techniques for anxiety relief. In this week's podcast, we're going to be talking more about working with unwanted thoughts and sharing a practice to help you work with your mind to cultivate more peace. Hey, Ananga, how you doing? Hey, Shan, I'm good, thank you. So we're going to continue our conversation about uh, redirection and working with anxious thoughts. And I think it's important for us to bring forward that sometimes thoughts just show up in our minds randomly. And they might be useful or not. They might be happy, sad, anxious, angry, fearful. You just never know, like seemingly come out of nowhere. Yeah. But particularly when we're anxious because the anxious mind has an energy to it and it pushes and the thoughts become churned up and then they get shoved to the front. And of course, if we're already feeling anxious or stressed, when a thought comes through that feels anxiety inducing or concerning or speaks to one of our underlying fears, then that really comes crashing in to our awareness and we start to suffer greatly. A key skill in managing anxiety is to start redirecting your thoughts. When a thought occurs, practice pulling your attention elsewhere, somewhere else that makes you feel safe, somewhere else that's more interesting for you. Because if you don't follow the unwanted thoughts, you're in a much better shape than if you do, because if we follow them, then we become way more stressed and anxious because you can take just about any thought and turn it upside down and cause yourself more stress and anxiety. As we were talking in our previous episode on challenging thoughts, we were speaking about propaganda and how these thoughts come up in the mind and really speak to our underlying fears and kind of weaken our mental resilience. So definitely this practice of redirection, drawing the mind away from the fear, away from the anxiety into something interesting, engaging, something that holds its attention in a reflective way, in an immersive way, is definitely a very good way to counteract unwanted thoughts and steady the mind. In this time of year, if you're in the Northern Hemispheres, perfect for redirection if you like to garden. I'm going to be repotting some plants later today, getting things prepared. It's not quite planting time yet, but what a wonderful thing to get immersed in if you have any sort of anxiety popping up, any thoughts that are causing you harm. Dig in the dirt if you can. Definitely. Buy a small plant if you can, you know, if you have a small space and and you whatever it is that that gets you 
with uh, plant life and fingers in the soil if you can. That's just one great way to to redirect. Certainly, there are many others as well. Let's talk a little bit about Ayurveda and the mind. Well, Ayurveda teaches, as we've mentioned previously on the podcast, it teaches that the nature of the mind is delicate, changeable, and easily disturbed. Um, The reason I repeatedly share this is because sometimes it takes a while for the penny to drop for us. We can really turn on ourselves when we feel anxious, particularly if we have a mind that possesses a little fire in it. We can feel that we're broken or non-efficient or weak or all kinds of things we can do to turn in on ourselves with non-compassion when we're anxious. So I find it really interesting to understand the nature of the mind. These are things we're not taught growing up in the West. To understand that it's delicate, mm-hmm. it's easily disturbed, and it's changeable. One of the ways I can know if my anxiety is rearing up is I will declare a decision, just a tiny thing, something in the house, and a minute later I've done the opposite. You know, I could say, oh, I'm going to do this before I put the laundry out, and then I'm grabbing the laundry and going out. <laughs> I've got that kind of <laughs> non-direction in my mind. When we feel scattered and we start doing that, that's, that's the changeable nature of the mind. In meditation, they talk about the monkey mind that's just going from branch to branch. But we get very tired with the changeable nature of the mind. So that's one of the teachings of Ayurveda, and that's where immersive activity is so helpful because it draws the mind into being used in a creative way, in a way where it's, it's engaged, it's entertained, and it gives us a bit of a break. And the other thing that Ayurveda teaches is that it's really important to not identify with the mind. Often when we have fearful thoughts, we think it's us. It's not us. Ayurveda teaches we're not our minds, which for me that was really such a huge relief when I first heard that. I'm not my mind. I'm not my thoughts. The mind is a tool. Right. Tool, it's a material energy, and it's something that we can use. And we can use it under the direction of our intelligence to observe and direct our thoughts and make choices, but we're not our mind. And when we know that, we can start utilizing our mind in a more healthy way and really giving ourselves a break and being much more compassionate to ourselves and just understanding we all have this thing, this mind that's delicate, changeable, easily disturbed, but we're not. It, it's not us. We're beyond our mind. And you can choose new thoughts at any time. Mm-hmm. That's a, another piece that landed really strongly for me is, oh, okay, even though I might have this loop of thoughts going through my head that's causing me some suffering, I can change that up. I can choose new thoughts. I can get myself out of that groove. Yeah. And we've talked about a number of different ways that you can do that. but. When an anxious thought springs up in our mind, our default is to chase that thought, zoom in on it, yeah, let it just completely run riot in our mind and our body. And the anxious thought grabs hold of the mind, anxiety grows, and we feel worse and worse and worse. And this is why it's so important to catch that thought early so that you can redirect it. And one way to do that is to have another good thought or meditation readily available in your mind to switch out to. Yeah, and we need that in place already. And the more immersed in it we are, the better it will serve us. So we're going to talk about some more examples later, but just to to touch on that, things like baking, 
crafting, working with your hands, knitting, crocheting or gardening. Gardening is absolutely ideal. Where I'm currently living, we just have a tiny little square outside a patio. But I have some herbs in pots and I really enjoy tending to them. It still does something for my mind not mm-hmm. to have a, you know, a large garden that I can plant vegetables in, although I'm very much looking forward to helping a friend with that this year. I'm really looking forward to getting to dig in the dirt again. But gardening does something really quite miraculous for the mind, even if it is tending some potted herbs indoors, using them in cooking, using them in tea. I'm reading at the moment a book called The Well-Gardened Mind, and it's just full of research about veterans with PTSD and how they were helped in a garden project. So really recommend reading it. And the author's describing in the, the passage I'm currently reading how just the smell of the soil actually changes responses in our brain. Oh, without question. One thing that I've noticed year after year, being a, a very Pitta woman, when I get in the garden and become more grounded and smell the soil and come to that place of nurturing, it's almost like if you could see my aura, it goes from, from fiery red to green. It does. Every time. There's this beautiful calming. And so, of course, we, you know, we talked about gardening earlier and, and again today. So this is a, a good tip <laughs> if you have the ability to do so. And of course, reading is very helpful. Train yourself to pick up a book and start reading as soon as your mind starts causing you discomfort. Yeah, and, and have books to hand that engage you, whether it's poetry or nonfiction, things you want to learn, spiritual reading. These days I like to read more spiritual books and and things that I always want to learn. And the more I do that, the more I'm nourishing my mind and the more I have content in my mind to turn to. Mm-hmm. It's churning over. And then you find in those quieter moments, those are the moments when the mind can kind of, feels like it's tapping on the inside of your skull saying, hey, what about this? And it's often presenting something anxiety-inducing. But that happens less when your head's full of good stuff to think about. And that's so true. So there, there we're building the power of redirection by nourishing our mind and filling it with good things to think about. And anxiety just has less room to break into. There's less space for it. Mm. After the break, we'll discuss how you can learn to let your intelligence be your gatekeeper. Today's Anxiety Slayer podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Are stress and anxiety interfering with your happiness and preventing you from living your best life? There have been a few times in my life where I've needed some extra support and wish I had an option for online support. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. To be clear, BetterHelp is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online, and their services available for clients worldwide. You get timely and thoughtful responses, plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you don't have to leave your home. It's more affordable than traditional in-person counseling, and financial aid is available. You can start living a happier life today. Special offer for Anxiety Slayer listeners. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com forward slash slayer. That's betterhelp.com forward slash slayer. 
no matter how much we are suffering, we have a choice to better care for our fragile minds. Let your intelligence be your doorman, be the gatekeeper. Because what we feed on feeds on us. So we have to be incredibly proactive with our minds and choose between taking good care of ourselves and nourishing our mind with sweet thoughts and reflections or mentally whipping ourselves and causing more pain. Remember that whatever we put in our mind, our hearts and our consciousness, we have to digest and live on. You think about things that way, you can really see the importance of having this rich library of choices, whether it be gardening or reading or journaling or listening to music or qigong or dancing or yoga, you know, the list goes on and on, right? <laughs> yeah. This is the stuff that keeps our minds healthy. And when we have to digest negative thoughts and events, they pull us in that downward spiral. So let's lift ourselves up. Let's infuse our minds you know, with as much that brings us joy as possible. Absolutely. Ayurveda cautions us that we can become low and depressed just through mental exhaustion. It's like a, a mental overwhelm, fatigue, that we don't have that directive energy to find joy, to feel motivated, and it's a very difficult state to be in. So the more joy we can bring in in, in the simplest ways, the better it is for our mind. My spiritual mentor has given many lectures on looking after our mind and being very careful about what we let in. A couple of things he's taught me that I always remember. One is he says that what we take into our mind is like footprints in wet cement. So if we're watching horror, violence, hearing stuff that appalls us or scares us or disturbs us, those are impressions that become embedded in the mind. Another example he uses is that the mind is like a camera and it's just taking these still shots around us all the time. So then if you think of your mind being like a photo album, that's really helpful to me. What do I want to keep in my album? And we have that choice, as you said, Shan, choice about changing our thoughts, changing our choices. So what are we going to put in that album? And the more that's in there that's inspiring, natural, clean, healthy, then the better the mind feels. Mm, I was just thinking about what I filled, filled my mind with yesterday, that, that camera. We put in new finch food. This is the right time of the year to do so, to, to see these little finches that have these red breasts. And I don't know what they're called. They're just beautiful. Anyway, within an hour of putting out the new seed, there were at least 50 of them. Oh, wow. That had come and they were all over the ground and they were on the feeder and they were on the fence and they were so busy. And I went and I just laid down on the grass and they were buzzing over my head and flying like <laughs> just back and forth from the trees. And, and it was just this moment of pure joy for me. I might've looked like a lunatic to somebody in the neighborhood. <laughs> like, why is that woman laying on the grass <laughs> staring at the birds? But <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, is it does bring me so much joy. It's why I feed these little guys. It's why I get good food for them. I know that there's a short window of time that they come. I love to see them. Yeah. It feels like an old friend visiting. And it's, and just talking to you about it right now, 
I've got a big grin on my face. This is good mental nutrition. This is what we need. We can nourish our mind with coping skills and hope and positive thoughts and and these snapshots of life that bring up so much beauty versus those thoughts that drag us down into resentment and hatred and anger and all of the stuff that that keeps us low, that keeps us feeling like crap. Yeah, it keeps us snagged in that lower energy of the mind. Definitely. Those are blessings. Those moments are blessings. And we can seek them and build them, create them and treasure them. And I th- I'm really glad you shared mm. that. That's, that's something I would love to experience. I'm very much looking forward to feeding the birds when we move shortly. We'll have the facility to do that again to make friends with local birds and see who's coming to the windowsill and the kitchen window. And yeah, <laughs> really, I enjoy so much watching and listening to the birds. I think they're real blessings and real heralds of spring. Absolutely. Um, after the cold winter. So, yeah, wonderful. And remember, as we talk about this redirection for working with anxious thoughts, keep practicing. It's okay if you don't get it immediately. But every time you try, every time you do this, you're putting your attention on growing better and healthier thoughts. You're bringing your focus away from the weeds of anxiety, fear, and perceived limitations. And it's a great way to start controlling your mind in a way that really, really works for controlling anxious thoughts, for releasing them, for squashing them. Thanks so much for listening and and do come back next week. I'll be interviewing Michelle Chalfont from the adult chair. I think this is my second or third time talking with her and she's a fun guest. And I know many of you already follow Michelle. So come back for that. And if you love our podcast, please consider exploring our Patreon for loads of anxiety slayer extras for calming anxiety, including exclusive posts, guided meditations, tapping sessions, popular episodes from our archives, and so much more. You can learn more at patreon.com forward slash anxiety slayer. And going up on Patreon just this afternoon, Shan, is your kind words tapping practice. Oh, yes. Yes, you'll want to check that out. I had fun with that. Thanks again.